0: What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switch the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my sibling who can't keep a secret, Sam.
1: I just remembered something funny that happened. What was it? I was, uh, you know, I was doing research for today's episode okay. of Game of Thrones. It's called The Last of the Starks.
0: The Last of the Starks.
1: Right. And I'm dyslexic, as you know, so I typed in Last of the Storks <laughs> by mistake. But what, did, what came up? It gave up lots of species of storks. Like, I saw a list of species of storks on uh, Google, and I was just kind of like, is this what the episode's about? What's going Are these like houses that I don't know about? Like, deep but did lore? you find
0: out that storks are like endangered and there's yeah. lots of the storks? Yeah, so like- all
1: my arguments today are based on stork facts.
0: <laughs> today, we are reviewing Game of Thrones season eight, episode four The Last of the Storks. <laughs> the rules are simple. Sam and I will review something, one of us will have to love it, one of us will have to hate it. Who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate? The coin of fate. The coin of fate. The catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So, if you loved it, you now have to hate it. And if you hated it, you now have to love it. Spoilers as always. Let's begin with our patented one-breath synopsis. (sighs) Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 4, The Last of the Starks, shows the aftermath of the battle against the Army of the Dead while setting the stage for the final confrontation with Daenerys, Jon, and the remaining forces going towards King's Landing to confront Cersei and demand her surrender.
1: I'm now going to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, that means you love this episode. If it lands on tail, that means you hate this episode. I'm going to hold my breath while I flip this Unnecessary. coin. Unnecessary. I know, it's very impressive, it's very <laughs> difficult, you know, you wouldn't understand. Okay, here goes that thing. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> wow. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 need, a, I need a second.
0: Sam, you're on the floor.
1: Oh, yeah. You, I mean. You fainted. Okay, let me find the coin. Uh, Tails. I that, hate it. That means you hate it. I'll begin. I loved this episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I want to write an ode to it, a poem of how amazing it was. Can, 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 you, can you do that? I want, okay. <laughs> uh, like a walk in the park, <laughs> all the characters have complete arc. Whoa! It wasn't like very gory, <laughs> but that's because it had an amazing story. Bravo, bravo. And now I will tell you this uh-huh. I absolutely love Dinner Riss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well done.
1: Thank you. What I'm trying to say is it perfectly set up the next two episodes. I am so loving this season of Game of Thrones. I
0: loved that sonnet more than I loved that episode. That episode was badly written. It was somehow both too long and felt rushed. And everybody seemed to just be phoning it in. The whole, no, no, the whole
1: let, me, let me let me, stop you there. For one, uh, in Rose, nobody phones it in. They ravens it in. Mm. Let's talk about that beautiful opening, Wow.
0: So emotional. They had to show the emotion by showing everybody crying. I mean, it a- was the after effect of this war, right? It was all the loss that they went through, and that's what
1: we were seeing, and we could feel it. We could see it in their face. This is the stakes of what happened and how far we have come. That what? That you see a bunch of dead bodies laid out? They weren't just a bunch of dead bodies. These were characters that we have been following for eight seasons. These were brothers in arms. Switch. This is just Game of Thrones saying that, hey, look, now that we have a big budget, we can show all these elaborate sequences that serve no purpose. This is supposed to be a battle-hardened place where everybody... No, it's
0: absolutely not supposed to be a battle-hardened place. They just saw half of their population get slaughtered. Of course, they're going to have to take a moment to to come to terms with it. And that's why they went from that sad moment straight into... A uh, feast. feast, Oh, yes. they
1: took a moment to for now that like half the people are dead and now they're oh, buried what? into the, the after feast. After
0: having successfully defeated the night king, I would think that they have the right to have a drink or two. Well, I mean, that is the most
1: awkward drinks that everybody is having, right? Yeah,
0: they're having a. I, v-
1: I think what that that scene showed more than anything else is how terrible the last episode was because now we just saw all the people alive and having a great time. Again, like, no stakes,
0: nothing. First of all, you don't need to hate on the last episode just because you're hating on this one.
1: They connect to each other, right? And so you're seeing... I mean, I wish this episode was darker so I could see less because
0: (laughs) it was so awful. That scene was absolutely crucial because it let everybody have a moment to go back into what Game of Thrones is so good at. It's the politics, it's the intrigue, it's the interaction between all these different characters who we've spent mm-hmm. eight seasons with.
1: What politics did we see? We saw people like looking at each other from the corner of your eye. Do you and think that that's what on politics its own, is?
0: That on its own says so much about the power of these characters is that they could communicate so much with one glance. Do you remember those
1: great chapters in George R.R. R. Martin's book? Sansa looked at Daenerys from the corner of her eye. Well, Ooh, of course politics. you're not
0: going to be able to convey that type of communication with silence in a book. And it was all forced.
1: Everybody's around John saying what a great hero he is. He didn't do anything during the war.
0: Absolutely. He was, that was an absolutely critical moment in that conversation because it showed Daenerys' isolation.
1: They are throwing Daenerys into this mad queen thing and on purpose having to put all these things that are just, they don't make any sense in the the plot. The momentum
0: of the series is unstoppable, my friend, just because you Oh, you know what stopped the
1: momentum of this series? The terrible Brienne and uh, Jamie scene. Oh, look. Okay, okay, in-
0: okay, okay. Listen, that Brienne and Jamie scene was, so was a it long time no coming. It makes so awkward. They have no chemistry
1: uh, in there. It's completely against Jamie's character. Jamie
0: is so impressed by this woman. She is noble. She is gentle. She is kind. She is loyal. She is powerful. She is a knight. Switch. She is awkward. She is ungainly. She is gangly. Wow. And You are an incredibly
1: shallow <laughs> human being.
0: Okay? This relationship Just between Brienne and Jamie has been shoehorned into oh the God. entire show. All these show-holed. years of will they, won't they that we have <laughs> had.
1: What? They are the Ross and Rachel of Game of Thrones.
0: Right, And finally, we get to see them together. It's such a tender yeah, if moment. If Brienne is Ross and and Jamie's Rachel, maybe. Okay,
1: this is your own uh, kind of stereotypes against what men and women are supposed not at to all. look like.
0: My, this is a stereotype about boring characters. About boring characters. Brienne is not interesting in this episode at all. She, her character has so much more depth now. We see another layer well, of her character. Just because we know that she's a virgin. I mean, talk about stereotypes. What does that even matter? Why is that even an issue?
1: There was she's no a reason, virgin me, because of men like you let me who tell think you she's something. too much of a man to do anything about it. How
0: dare, you, how dare you insult me as an individual? I'll tell you something. That little game of have never have I ever was just so... It was absolutely... Just so wonderful that they could have this little moment to be friends, to be friendly, to be to just. I think reveal. you're hating on it. Am I? Yeah. Am I supposed to hate on it? Oh. <laughs> f- <laughs> 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 that little game of never have I ever. I mean, come on. This is a high school game of the modern era. I mean, what? it's just. It's, it's a, like the writers just couldn't think a of to the earlier seasons. This is a thing that Tyrion this used is, to do in season two. I think they had no clue how to progress their story forward so they wanted to point out that she was a virgin and so that's what they did
1: this is the one thing you're choosing to concentrate on that's not what this scene is about you're right right it is it is more than that
0: this scene is about Jamie this is this scene is about Tormund being drunk and acting like an ass that's such a great comic relief to what's happening right you really needed relief can I finish no again
1: (laughs) I'm gonna finish Okay, just like Brienne lit... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, this scene is about Jamie. This is to show that, hey, here's a life that he could have had, which Uh when he then goes back to Cersei at the end, shows
0: that, you know, the moral conflict that he has and that he can't have this good life. They cheapened both characters by making them have that scene. It really was disappointing, but it contrasted as well... With another awkward scene, which was Daenerys and John in the other room.
1: I was swooning the whole time. I heard you. You went had- swoon. I did. I, like Storks do. Storks also swoon. <laughs> this is something I found out today. But I was swooning the whole time. What an amazing scene, full of
0: sexual chemistry. Sexual chemistry between an aunt and her nephew. Yes, that's cool. That's really awkward. No, it's not. Not in the context of this
1: show, right? And even if it is awkward, it is awkward for the purpose of the plot. Yes, it's awkward for John.
0: No, you know what? That was- makes
1: it so much more intriguing what's happening here. And Daenerys, this conflict that they have now, right? He's the rightful heir. He can't tell anybody. They're what.
0: overcooking the conflict, though. They're making her overreact. John is literally telling her, we can work this out. We can figure this out. Let's try to do this together. And she is just acting paranoid for no reason in order to progress this. This is her character. This is plot. what
1: she's been built for for years and years, the Mad
0: Queen, right? And that's what this, this is kind of moving towards. The problem here is that they have set up the idea of the Mad Queen way in advance, right? We all can see it coming. Switch. They had set up this idea of the Mad Queen well in advance, and now we finally see it coming... Fruition And it's so satisfying and it's so exciting it to see it so happen. It is so
1: sudden. Like, they have just all of a sudden decided, oh, we have three episodes to go, so now we need to kind of show off her mad queen. Okay, 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 let's find her reasons to be mad. I don't understand. Like, this is such kind of... It turned into... Like, reasons this...
0: to be mad? No, absolutely not. They've been setting up reasons for her to be mad for uh, this, years. Like,
1: this, this specific scene with John... Do it you was, not remember like, her burning like...
0: people alive? Of course she was mad before.
1: Yeah, but I think this specific scene is kind of like a high school drama. It's like, a it's like I was watching 13 Reasons Why, you know, one of those.
0: Yeah, 13 Reasons Why this scene is awesome. And it's also just kind of really
1: weirdly acted. Like Daenerys has, Amelia uh, Clark has just kind of done this choice where she's either just crunching up her face or just kind of like crunching up smiling. her face. Why
0: are you undermining her acting? She's showing her frustration and her anger. The fact is that she's lost pretty much everybody. Absolutely, everybody around her has fallen to bits, has either died, she's she sacrificed half And so half she of her should army. be
1: smarter than this, than trying to push John into this, oh, you know, don't tell anybody. And what does John do immediately? He goes and tells a bunch of people.
0: Yeah, well, he has to because John is noble and John is a family man first. He, he is a Stark at heart. Switch. It's my turn to switch you. I know, I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Fine. John goes to tell his sisters against what everybody thinks he should be doing. You know what? Even his father or his supposed father, uh, Edward Stark, kept that secret from his entire family. There is no reason for John to be more noble than his own father.
1: But there is. This is the you know. This is the generation to generation. This is what John is. This is what John does. He's a family man, and he tells people, and he believes that you know he can trust his sisters, and he can just tell them because he doesn't understand this world of kind of politics and intrigue. Because he's just... no,
0: you know who doesn't understand this world of politics and intrigue? The writers. They don't even know how to how to position it so that there's a more interesting way for the sisters to find out.
1: What a great setup for the next few episodes, where all the machinations of this political intrigue is going on in the background. Sans. Playing her, you know, little little finger type uh, ploys to uh, bring an unrest towards Daenerys's uh,
0: overall rule, telling right? absolutely everybody the one she thing told that her brother w- she told, told her one- not to. Person. Honestly, I think okay. I saw her in every scene in the background somewhere, whispering into someone's ear.
1: You can't complain that John's being an idiot by you know telling people, and then say Sans is being an idiot by telling yeah. people too. You can't say both of those things. Both of two, th- both of those things
0: are true to their characters. So many of the characters are acting dumb. It's like the writers have no idea what to, what to put together anymore. It seems- no,
1: you live in this weird world where you think everybody needs to make the perfect decisions. And that's what's amazing about Game of Thrones because they're all making decisions that are realistic. They're not perfect, right? Switch. This, you know <laughs> that these characters are the people that we follow, right? And they have to be smarter. They are our heroes. They have to be perfect. They don't understand each other. Right, they're all making decisions that have, like, if anybody was in their shoes, if I was in their shoes and I am not a very smart person, <laughs> I would have made a better decision here. Listen to Daenerys,
0: like, this conflict does not need to be there at all. It is completely forced, it is not forced at all. This is the core of the entire series. I mean, between that. And the relationship between Tyrion and Jaime, brothers who have finally uh, found themselves on the same side of the battle.
1: Okay, let me let's 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 think of that scene where they're sitting together on the same side of the battle. Yes, and they're then... sitting
0: together, sharing a drink and talking about what's happened and what's to come. And in comes Bronn. Out of the blue, he walks right in there. <laughs> yeah,
1: he comes out of the blue. Exactly. He just sneaked into. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's you know been training with the man of many faces. He, he is and a like, mercenary. Just,
0: Don't forget, he's been on a. He's he has been hunting ne- Never been
1: a ninja. He's never been subtle. Like he's just walking around with the crossbow. Hey, have you seen Jamie? Uh, I want uh, gotta talk to them about nothing in specific.
0: Just because he walks in with the crossbow in his hand doesn't mean that he was waving it around everywhere when he was walking outside. All right. <laughs> What was even the point of that scene? The point of that scene was to show that Braun wanted to give them an opportunity to counter the offer that. What does that?
1: The point of that scene is that they just wanted Braun to be in a scene. He walked in, said five lines in his whatever charming.
0: Switch, switch, switch. I'm switching you.
1: I love Braun's (laughs) character, and it is such a great. uh, It's. I love Braun's character. It's always a pleasure to see him. He brings such charm to uh, everything that he says. And he comes in here and he hires the stakes.
0: It literally felt like it was a Mexican soap opera at that point.
1: In a world where, uh, you know, people are saying that, you know, uh, Game of Thrones has become too, you know, good or bad, too black or white. Here is a character in the gray, right? What? He's he's on nobody's side. He's on his (laughs) own side, right? And he's here to try and... Make the best of the situation.
0: I'm surprised that Sansa didn't just walk in there in that moment and tell him, Hey guys, did you know that Jon's a Targaryen?
1: She told one person. It was a strategic move. She told Tyrion because she yeah. knew and that telling happens, him would Tyrion, cause unrest
0: when it comes to Daenerys. And that plan worked. Yeah, because next thing you know, Tyrion and Varys are Talking about exactly the thing that Sansa said. That was one of the best scenes of the entire episode. Yeah, if you yeah. talk about having one of the best scenes of the episode be an idiot talking to someone who we've never met before. Because Varys was acting unlike he ever has in the past. Are you kidding me? He's been acting like this from the beginning. This is who he is. And
1: this is such a great callback to his, you know, this is the kind of conversation that I love. Like with him and Littlefinger at the beginning, uh, chaos is a ladder. This is that level of no, conversation. Li- there were no
0: lines like that whatsoever. Switch. Switch. Oh god. Okay, uh, there were that the conversation between Tyrion and Varys was riveting, captivating and exceptionally well written.
1: But tell me specifically about some of the lines that you love. What are these great lines that uh, they had in Oh, the...
0: Yeah, the way that Tyrion was begging Varys not to go and... and that is the least betray. Tyrion... The, the way that Tyrion was begging Varys not to betray Daenerys, he had transformed from being this uh, devilish imp to being someone who is loyal, who is true to he, the queen.
1: So he's transformed into somebody into who's actually an interesting character, and to a passive nothing. This He spends most of this episode begging. He's begging Varys, he's begging Daenerys, and he's begging... Uh, Cersei. As a matter of fact, he's not the only one who's begging. There's also uh, what's her name, Brienne, begging Jamie. Everybody's begging each other, and then everybody's crying. This is an emotional. Yeah, because best. these
0: are real people that you have to feel with. These aren't just these aren't just characters that are there to, to to say witty one-liners. That could have been in the in the first few seasons, but now the stakes are high. They've suffered. The They've, stakes have been high right from the beginning. No, these are the
1: They are not higher now. than they have ever been before. They, they were. this is not the first time that Cersei's being attacked. This is not the first time that they've gone to war. This is the not the great, first time. The
0: great thing about Game of Thrones is how characters transform from being one thing at the beginning to another thing at the end. This
1: is, I feel like this is like a Mission Impossible movie where they're going to rip off a mask and it's going to turn out they're yeah. not the Surprises. same
0: people. Surprises. Surprises like when the dragon was shot out of the sky. Okay. Surprises like that are what this show is all about. I need to, I need to stop you right about. there.
1: Okay. Where did that dragon get shot for? Like, it doesn't make any logical sense. Okay, so they were just... Just waiting there. She was flying in a dragon. She didn't see them. They just got ambushed so easily. The dragon just died out yeah, of nowhere. absolutely. Like all that buildup for that dragon. And then what? If you'd been Another- paying attention
0: to the previous episode, you, know, you would have if- understood that there's a weapon called the Scorpion. If Daenerys was paying attention
1: to the road, she would know that the her road, dragon was going to be... Yeah, the water, the road, the path. (laughs) She wouldn't have her dragon killed. But no, they're they're just this entire fleet just hanging out there and nobody saw it. Because
0: Euron is a very dangerous foe. Why do you think they've been afraid of him the whole time? Oh my god, Euron, Euron meth if you feel
1: (laughs) like that thing made sense, okay? And Euron is just a terrible cackling villain. Like, why is he even
0: in this thing? I'm so glad we're here right now. I
1: hate Euron. I know you feel this way,
0: like, really. I know you really hate this character, so switch. (laughs) (laughs) What can
1: I say about Euron (laughs) that hasn't been said already about some of the great (laughs) actors and great characters in the history of television? Uh Euron is the most subtle... Uh, nuanced villain that we have ever come across. Is he? Yes. He is pure evil, but within him, he just wants to be a father. A father? He just (laughs) wants to be... Yes, he wants to be a father to Cersei's prince. And he's all doing it for his love for Cersei. Right. And he's so dangerous, he kills the dragon... He he destroys her he destroys Daenerys' fleet. He is so dangerous. And he is he's probably a, he, the main
0: villain of Game of Thrones right now. He's a character of a character of a pirate. Literally, every time I see him, all I can think of is Yarr Yarr look at me, I'm on Yr.
1: He does nothing. Well, he, he is an amalgamation of all these classic a- of all these classic villain characters. Uh-huh. A pirate, a rogue,
0: a lover. <laughs> he is so charming. Uh, he might as well be twisting his mustache and tying l- women to train tracks.
1: And his mustache—he has that great <laughs> beard uh, thing. And the mutton uh, chops. The mutton chops. What great design on him in general. That actor deserves a after, I don't know, TV Uh, Emmy. He deserves an Emmy for his performance. And he killed that dragon. Oh, seeing that scorpion go through that dragon and it fall was such a shock, such an emotional moment.
0: I was floored. It came out of nowhere. It was such a completely wasted opportunity to show some strategy. It did come out of nowhere. That's so
1: amazing. It's like, this reminds me of the Red Wedding, which came out of nowhere. Everybody died. This is a death that was so... Tragic. It is one of
0: the best characters. I felt nothing. I felt absolutely nothing. It, ca- it. Not only did it come out of nowhere, but you there f- was no logic you- behind it whatsoever. Where were they hiding behind uh, that hill back there? Like an entire fleet came out of nowhere and shot down. If the dragons were that easy oh, to defeat, and when they shot then down- they wouldn't be dangerous. At all, the, the first and when they they're go breaking out, all of their own rules, they're making it so that's that. That's what Game of is about. No, they're there making are it so that no these, rules. Exactly, it's become that there are no rules no, anymore. But so it, there's nothing. There's no the logic. The rules are
1: there and they're meant and, to be
0: broken. Yeah, and, and let me tell you, there's no rule called space time because it takes them one day to get from. Uh, from from Winterfell down to, to, to the coast, them, down take, to, I don't know where. It's taken it, it's them no, There's no sense of geography or time. I mean, literally, you just feel like the scene after Euron attacks their fleet, you then cut to this ridiculous oh shot of Cersei no, 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 where no, no. he just waltzes in from don't,
1: behind her. Don't just move over that amazing scene where uh, the Battle of the Ships, oh, the that, that the one ships. take yeah. where you follow Tyrion, yeah, uh-huh.
0: Falling into the water. And then getting bonked on the
1: head. Yes. (laughs) There was such a danger. What would you call it? It was so thrilling. It was so (laughs) exhilarating seeing that scene. Uh, You know, uh, Ship Warfare, it's the first time we were seeing that really in that kind of capacity on TV or even. It was
0: laughable. It turned into some kind of sitcom. It literally felt like there should be a laugh track. It was. Unbelievably disappointing. Are you kidding? And then they all wash up on shore afterwards, like a bunch of dead. Oh, they fish. wash up on shore,
1: and who's missing? <laughs> who's missing? Masandre. Exactly. Misandre. What an emotional moment when you see How did Grey they even Worm. Know that she was missing. She could have been anywhere. Because Grey Worm just knows he, he just loves her it, so right? much.
0: <laughs> Switch. <laughs> <laughs> you really went like you, you did well there. I was impressed. <laughs> Ah, now we see the stakes rising. Now we see the characters that we love so much getting into dangerous situations, getting captured, getting, getting murdered. Getting into
1: dangerous situations where they don't need to be in there corners
0: anyway. where they can't escape anymore. No, you they see, escape. You, you know see how love. they escape? You see hate. You see real passions ignite. You see Grey Worm suffering. What are suffering, you talking about? Suffering you because he's nothing. lost his love the love of his life, the woman that showed him that he can be a human again and not just a great, you know,
1: you're saying that because literally that's like a light in the light on the show where they're like holding hands before and talking about <laughs> retirement. They're literally doing that thing. It's like, oh, we're going to retire and live on the beach. So yes, yes, okay,
0: they're gonna die. They were hoping that they could actually live a long life together. And here comes Cersei, and here comes Euron. Oh, that Euron. maniac! No, stop! That like, psycho! I, that no, we're not going back to Euron. We're moving. Forward. I hate him. It doesn't so matter. Many doesn't many nice matter. We've about already about him. talked about it. <laughs> Here comes Euron, that wild card. Oh, just, wild card. No, he
1: just walks in. He just waltzes it, from Cersei. one scene to the other. What's going on? I already
0: said that point. <laughs> and they snatch her away. away. They snatch her away and they take her and they lock her up. And the next thing you know, she's on the wall, just standing there, this delicate, Flower, just okay, in yeah. the distance. Let me, let, me, let you, me, one step and she'll fall, and she'll, will <laughs> collapse, and she'll die. You should
1: have written this episode because you're, you're more poetic and you're more nuanced than what the show is. There's the
0: mountain behind <laughs> her, in contrast to her delicate self. <laughs>
1: Let me stop you Ready before to- we go to the <laughs> war. So what's happening? What's the scene? They're all kind of talking here and they're yeah, like, you yeah, know, D- daddy's yeah, like, okay, I'm yeah. going to burn them all. Yes. And then they're like, no, no, yep. let's,
0: uh, let's just uh, let's surround them. Let's surround yes, them. Yes, because the Tyrion said, you know what? He's trying to save the people of the Red Keep. He's trying to save people of... Uh, so wait,
1: wait, wait. So he's trying to save the people of Red By Keep. By not
0: burning them alive. So he's
1: like... You know what's better? For them to die slowly God through damn it, starvation? That's hole in the
0: logic, yes. Yes, because... Uh, you would you, rather you have think, them suffer do and you, starve? Well, at least maybe some of them will then come out alive. There is no war without casualties. Everybody knows that. They can come out alive he easier. Even tried, he even tried to reason with his crazy sister. He tried, but he couldn't. Again. <sighs>
1: He tried to reason with Cersei. Okay. He's supposed to be a smart character. Yeah. We have seen him try to do this yeah. over and over again. It never works. He just walks on up there to yeah. Cersei and he's like, oh, you know, oh, about the baby. But he, This is the exact same tactic he tried when the White Walkers was coming. Didn't work then. What I don't know do? why it did didn't do? work what now. What did he say?
0: What did he say? You tell me. What, what did he say to her? Today or like before? No, that, 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 and to his sister now on the wall.
1: Uh, some like oh, you know, you have a ba- you care about your baby that's in your uh, tummy, and so you know think about it, and like it will live if you you know surrender yourself right, right Switch. now. Switch. You will <laughs> <laughs> die, Cersei. <laughs> he knows. He knows that Cersei only cares <laughs> about herself, yeah, and that baby, and he connects to her emotionally. And for that moment, you see her. He whispers. You see her. You see her think about it for a second in her eyes. No, she doesn't. Deep in her eyes. You can see. She she She, thinks. She's like, oh my God, my child. (laughs) She
0: was too busy smirking.
1: What an emotional call from Tyrion to his sister. This is the scene. He was really
0: far away from her, but he was whispering. I'm not sure how she heard him.
1: He knows. He's a ventriloquist. He's a ventriloquist. Okay, he, can, he made it sound like voice. the mountain was the one who was talking <laughs> behind
0: her. <laughs> and but, what is that? When you look at the amount of people that Daenerys showed up with, they're like 12. <laughs> 12 <laughs> people and a dragon really far away. Yeah, it, like, this is a parlay. Hiding. That's so basically the dragon is He's now not completely... not going to the whole war. They basically neutered the dragon. This is this is they've just made the dragons completely useless. Now the dragons have been knocked off the battlefield because there are these little scorpion weapons everywhere. There's just it's become a joke. It hasn't. What it we, hasn't. It, is that your argument? No, let, let me finish. Okay, so what ha
1: what is here is now we thought, oh, our heroes were gonna just waltz in and destroy Cersei. But this shows how strong Cersei is. For any measure that they have, she has a countermeasure it uh, doesn 't matter if they have dragons she 's stronger uh-huh. when you 're going into a final battle, you want your uh, you know you want your antagonist to be the more powerful one. you want the protagonist to be the underdogs, and right now they are the underdogs and we get to see how. You know, Daenerys Blah
0: blah blah. You know what? You're trying to make up reasons when you know that none exist. You are really reaching over here. You're stretching. You're trying. And I I applaud you for trying. I applaud you.
1: I'm not trying. This is all, this isn't even like, you know, sub like this is this is right on top. I don't have to read between the lines. This is what's happening. Right? And this is what we get to see. And we get to see that moment.
0: We get to see the writers unable to come up with any meaningful dialogue. Switch. Oh, God. (laughs) We get to see the real Tyrion, the real Daenerys, the real Missandei, the real Cersei, Every one of them. The real housewives of Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this
1: felt like a reality TV show where women be crazy. Yeah, and guess That's what? what this
0: was. Guess what? The real housewives of Westeros would be a riveting show and I would watch it. Yeah, better than what the show that we have on right now. Absolutely not. This is the peak season. This is the, the <laughs> climax. Of every single season that came before. How so? It. How is, is this the peak?
1: No, no, explain to me peak.
0: why the, don't just tell me it's This the is peak. the calm before the storm. Why is we it we have the peak? every single one of these characters is on the precipice right now. They are ready to leave. Precipice
1: of what? The
0: precipice of their arc, the precipice this of was the so story's forced. conclusion. This was exactly where the geniuses in the writing room placed them, like pawns on a chessboard, ready to make the next move to checkmate. Viewer,
1: the checkmate, to that's checkmate what you want, you viewers. want to defeat the viewer, that's what a great the thing, viewer's like, I, feel, I, I feel very defeated right now, like, I don't know why I'm watching this show, like, I think I just want to start, like, if it wasn't that just two episodes left, I would just give up right now, because um, I don't
0: hear any meaningful arguments why you would give up after having... Put in because so this much isn't time the show
1: per- that I put that much time in. These aren't the characters that I put so much time in. It used to be this, such a smart, well-thought-out show.
0: This it's is become now too, just- It's clearly become too smart for you. <laughs> it's you're, clearly how, become oh, really? way, it's way become, too. It's gone past your capabilities. Oh, wait, wait, let, and right now, what's happening is that you're missing the point. The point of this right now. Is that every one of these characters is exactly where they're meant to be?
1: Okay, what about all these characters? Sam Tarly. Uh, Sam
0: Tarly, man. Giant's Bane.
1: Ghost. I, I will. Oh, they just got like a great little, okay, bye. Toodles. I'll respond uh, to every d- one
0: of those. It's like, we oh, don't is, know. Do you want me to respond? Sure. Do you go want me to respond?
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: <laughs> respond. <laughs> Sam Tarly. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> is this what we've devolved into now? Yes. <laughs> okay. Sam Tarly. Just to take a couple of steps back to the beginning of the show. To the beginning of the episode, Sam Tarly gets what he's longed for this entire time. A little baby A little screen time because he didn't have any. A little baby Tarly. A little bun in the oven. He already has a baby. No, that's not his baby. That's Craster's baby. Wow. He gets okay. his own baby. Let me
1: stop you for all a right? second. For all the adopted people listening, <laughs> to our, <laughs> listening to our podcast, you, your true father no. is the one that raised no. you. It no, no, have...
0: no, 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 no. I'm talking about the logic of the show. Come on. You Sorry, know how it is in the show. Go on. The logic of the show means that your true born son or daughter is the heir to your throne. That's the lineage. That's just the logic of the show. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that that's in our reality, but that's how it is over there. And he gets his happy ending. Th- Don't you want Sam to have a happy ending? It is so Don't you under- want him to be
1: happy? It is so underwhelming no. to see that. He wanted to be a master. I wanted to see him kind of progress into that world. He's he an educated still, one. He's you just... You no, want, you, you want just,
0: him never to find love I, and to be... A maester. Why are those our he can choices? He still be an intellectual. Why does it, why he can does it, can still it fill his his fill his uh, castle? I want to see something happen. I think it's just they were no, like, that's
1: oh Sam. no, wait, wait, wait. I think it was just like, uh, okay, we don't have anything to do with Sam. Uh, yeah, let, let him just go away. I think that's that's the thought process here, and that's what's uh, so uh, you know
0: you remember, unsatisfying. Do you remember, about you remember it. when Sam? actually revealed the most important bit of information to John that it has ever and been given it. to him in the entire series. And that's Oh, what, he has nothing to do? He did that. He turned that's everything around.
1: He did that, and then they're like, oh, sh- we well, don't... What else does he we, have to we, do? We, we don't. Have, he's he's going to uh, go gonna right go into away.
0: battle? No, so, Sam is not a fighter. Something interesting is all he has you don't, to do. And you don't want him to have a happy ending? That's fine, fine, that's fine. fine. You have a cruel, cruel perspective on Sam, but I, I, I accept that but at least he had, it gets a conclusion now who else you said tormunds giant bane yeah tormund giant bane he he's conquered he's defeated everything that came in his way he 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 befriended John. he now wants to go back go back north to where he comes from
1: The entire plot Of the wildlings Is that they want to Get away from the north They're like Oh the things are Like you know You're gonna and die there It's the too north, bad no, And now they they're like Oh away. let's just go back Why do you
0: think They want to get away From the north Because they wanted Because of the Because of the white harsh walkers. winters. They didn't have no. food They didn't
1: have land And now they're like Okay let's just go back Into the wilderness uh, They wanted to
0: escape The north Not no, because it had of not, the harsh winters They, they didn't, like the winters They like the cold They like the snow They didn't
1: even believe In the white walkers What are you talking about They had to be forced. Out during hard home. Now they're like, okay, yeah, let's just uh, go back now. Even though their entire plot was, no, we want to go up. You know, we right. now pass that the they've wall. gone
0: south, they realize how much better they had to the go <laughs> north, and they want to go back home. Oh. So that's where the, that's what German Giants made. Then you've got oh, that wonderful, wonderful John's best friend.
1: This was the saddest part <laughs> of like I'm gonna be like a moment of like just genuineness. <laughs> I was so sad seeing this. That poor direwolf. And, like, nothing.
0: Goodbye. Nothing. <laughs> they looked at each other. They didn't need any physical contact. Switch. It hurt me so bad to see that dog not get even a pet on the head. It was so sad. Okay, listen. I'm so glad you switched right now because I was so sad.
1: That was just, okay. It was so painful. Listen, this was John's way of saying that, hey, listen, you've been through a lot (laughs) and I can't bear to come and pet you because you've been by my side this whole time. He can't bear to go to him and say goodbye. That's how important a ghost is to him, that he's going to ghost
0: him. It was, he, <laughs> he ghosted ghosts.
1: Yes, that's what's No, happening. no,
0: no, no, no. That was cruel. That was unnecessary. That showed that absolutely nobody in the writer's room even owns a dog because a dog would not act that way. And you know,
1: Arya leaves and she says she doesn't want to come back. She's not going to come
0: back to Winterfell. Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. Why? Wow. Yeah? I just, I can't even find the words to describe. <laughs> try, try to find the words to describe. Give me one word. Uh, Switch? (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) That realization that she won't ever come back. Heartbreaking. Crushing.
1: So Arya was so like shortchanged this episode. So last episode... calling her short? uh, No, that's... uh, That's... uh, That's Tyrion. Uh... (laughs) Arya was so shortchanged this uh-huh. episode. Yeah. Uh. So she's like the hero of Winterfell, but nobody cares about her, and she just kind of has like two scenes where she just kind of rides off. And yeah, was because that.
0: she's not there for the glory. She's not there for for all that stuff. The point is that she. Wait. Am I supposed to be hating it or loving it now? I come complete. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. She's not there for the glory. She's not there for the for the high fives and the congratulations. No, she's there because she has a mission. Don't forget her list. She hasn't finished her list oh, yeah, yet. So, and so
1: she She's sets w- off on a buddy cop comedy with well, the Well, they happen the to hound. be going
0: in the same direction. What, you want them to, 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 to go on different paths? Oh, what
1: are the chances? It's them together again. Yes, it's them
0: together again, as it should be. As any good writer knows, you have to tie that up. Those two have such a strong relationship. And I, for one, am glad that they're going down this path together. Oh, like together the weird relationship that fate. the
1: Hound has with Sansa? That scene. Where Sansa is just kind of holds saying? his hand. What are you saying? Is such an awkward. It was full of this. This episode just full of just these awkward sexual. <laughs> moments.
0: Give me some more sexual, awkward, sexual scenes.
1: I won't because you'll switch me.
0: <laughs> you know, no, I won't, I won't. I won't. That was one where yeah.
1: you know she like holds his hand and goes yeah. like, "I'm not a little bird. I wouldn't be a little bird That's anymore." That Sansa, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's one. Yeah. There's the one between uh, what's her name, uh, Brienne and uh, and Jamie, where uh, they're just playing like where they're taking their clothes off and just like oh I'm a virgin ah guys it's just kind of gross and then this daddy and this John is just like it's just full
0: of the aunt and aunt and aunt and uncle okay now you said those three so switch you lied to me (laughs) yeah I did (laughs) tell me about how great those three were (laughs) please backwards
1: (laughs) let me talk about some of the most (laughs) (laughs) sensual moments ever put on screen yeah Okay. Number 1. Uh Brianne yeah. and Jamie. Right? Two people who couldn't be physically more no. different or actually similar.
0: They're actually very similar. She's yeah.
1: It's her first time and he <laughs> <laughs> and and he's a little drunk and he can be taken advantage of. There's this romantic Chemistry that's just bubbling.
0: It's the first time he slept with the night.
1: It's the first time he slept with the night, and then they slowly begin to take their clothes off. <laughs> I just—I'm sweating right heated. now. I'm, 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 I'm feeling sweaty right now. <laughs> right now, just all thinking right. about it, you know, just the idea. Okay, what, of what about all the positions that oh they can God. do due to their height oh,
0: differences? <laughs> what about Sansa and and uh, and the Hound? Sansa and that's the Hound a hand
1: touch. We first see the hound get hit on by all these women. <laughs> but we know that's not what the hound truly desires. What does he desire? He desires a noble woman like Sansa. <laughs> okay? You know that she's gonna tell him John's secret.
0: During, <laughs> yeah, she whispers
1: in his ear. During pillow talk, she's gonna whisper it <laughs> By <laughs> to the his way, ear. did you
0: know? <laughs> you know? John is actually a Targaryen? guy. He might be called
1: the Hound, but he's actually a gentle creature. <laughs> Right, he's afraid of fire, but he creates fire in bed. Right, right. You know that's the kind of chemistry that the of them What about the, the aunt and, and
0: uncle, uh, aunt and, and and nephew situation with John and Forbidden uh, Fruit? <laughs> oh God, is some of the most sexiest thing that you can come <laughs> off.
1: They want to so bad, you can feel it, but they can't. It's wrong. It is, and it's so beautifully put together. And these scenes, okay. one after the other, you just feel.
0: And uh, what about what about Euron and Cersei?
1: You know what a woman loves? What? Right? As part of just like foreplay. Someone to go, (laughs) yar! Yes. (laughs) When you go, yar! I'm going (laughs) to put a prince inside you. In your belly. I'm I'm going to put a prince in in your belly. belly. That is such great pillow time. Women love that stuff. It's just... And think, think. He of must
0: have put so many princes in so many bellies with that one line. How do you think he practiced shooting all those scorpions? Okay. Why do you think his aim okay, okay, was so okay, okay. good? We've clearly come to the natural conclusion of this debate. It was awful. <laughs> I think we're ending on a wonderful, wonderful point over here. <laughs> uh, let's get to the moment of truth. Uh, yeah. Tell me, Heisim. Now I'll just—I'll give you the chance to get it off your chest. How did you really feel about the episode?
1: I was very aroused. <laughs>
0: you are clearly clearly—you're still aroused.
1: Uh, no, this was just, uh, I really had high hopes for this episode. Let me, let me actually start with like a positive where I can, Uh, right? That's not a positive. (laughs) I had high hopes. It's not a positive
0: thing to say.
1: (laughs) I, I thought that uh, these are the episodes of Game of Thrones that I usually like, like, (laughs) right? Like I usually like the politics heavy episodes of Game of Thrones as opposed to the more like, ah, battle, 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 right? And so that's what I was hoping this episode was it wasn't it was just <laughs> you sound so defeated <laughs> it really was just a teenage how like teenage like sit like you know will they won't they mm. drama the it's a
0: lot of a lot of unnecessary crying and a lot of like a lot of, it really was like the, we joked
1: about it being like the real housewives yeah. of best and it, it kinda of felt it like it felt that. like
0: a soap opera at right. times.
1: Where everybody's just like kinda like talking up behind each other's backs and giving each other like these glances of like, ooh, you know, we intrigue. Have, and everybody's just, it was
0: like insert intrigue here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and everybody's like secretly jealous. Ooh, and, jealousy. And, like, uh, the, it's just got so many, like, little, like, plot holes, and... It's just it's just so... Dis- like, maybe if this was, like, three seasons ago, I'd be like, okay, that was an no, okay I'm episode. I'm so glad it
0: wasn't three seasons ago. Right? Three seasons ago, we had a good season. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but right now, it's, it's just the fact that it's, it's like, we're so close to the end makes it worse.
0: I, I would say this episode was the most disappointing episode I've ever seen of Games of the Game of
1: Thrones. Yes, I would have. I would
0: say this this right here is... For two reasons. One is, I just don't think it was well-written. Yeah. You know, I think the dialogue was really weak. Like, and two, because the stakes are so high now. There's only two episodes left.
1: And, like, the stakes are really high for us, for the show. But in the show, they're so low. Like, there's nothing oh, that... Just, that's what's so kind of disappointing about it. You right? know what the
0: best part of the episode is? Inside the episode afterwards. Yeah. Like, when they play the inside the episode, <laughs> you see, like... David Benioff and and DB Wise trying so hard, yeah. right? Like like try. literally when they were talking about Euron's uh, ambush, yeah, they literally said one of them. I don't remember who. Uh, Daenerys. Fr- Forgot about Euron. <laughs> they literally said she forgot about him, <laughs> so they <laughs> ambushed her. I'm like
1: what? Oh, great! Like that's like they're but they're trying so hard. They
0: just don't want. They to... don't want to do this anymore. Like they're that, done.
1: That's the thing, right? Apparently, they wanted it to be only seven seasons. I heard about that, right? And yeah. so they're like ah. and HBO
0: was like, have millions and millions continue. Right. But I mean, God, if you signed on, just finish just it finish off finish properly. It, right?
1: Especially like you'd want to, like this is like ah. kind of like, th- they're never going to do anything that's bigger than
0: what like, they did. They're not superhuman people. They're human, right? If it's run out, it's run out. I don't think they have it in them anymore. I think it's just, uh, it, it's done. Everyone's trying really hard. But the core of it is exhausted.
1: I think the idea is also, they don't write the episode. Like, I don't think they wrote this specific episode. I don't
0: know how it works with their writer's room, but I think that they are the lead writers,
1: yeah. There are some episodes where they, you know, let's say, written by them. This episode wasn't one of them. No. Right, and so it's been written by, there's a group of people, like, you know, okay, so you're exhausted, okay, but get somebody else to kind of, just kind of make a little bit of sense of it, right? Yeah. But they don't, and it's just, a lot of it feels like they have, like, ideas. They're like, okay, this needs to happen, this needs to happen, this needs to happen, but they don't think about anything that connects any of it. But
0: my problem is is not the plot, okay? The plot is fine. Okay, they were up in Winterfell, they had to come down to, uh, they had to wrap up the the fact that they just had this huge battle. Then uh, every single one of the different characters had a, had a different uh, kind of subplot of why they need to go to their next step. They go down to uh, uh, um, they go down to um, King's Landing. Yeah, they go down to King's Landing in order to confront Cersei. Like that's the the broad strokes. Fine, yes. okay. My problem had to do with the, the 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 dialogue. My problem had to do with the characterizations. It just felt so There's, out of place.
1: There are like so many lines where it just, <laughs> it's like throwaway you know, lines, throwaway like, lines. Things like I'm just like I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but they might as well have been I'm just a bad person or yeah. I'm begging you, don't do this. Yeah. Like
0: what? You were asking me to re- to quote great lines that. That Tyrion and Viserys, (laughs) there were none. I couldn't think of any because there were so few.
1: And that's such a classic kind of, like that, especially those two, right? Like when they normally talk They're the ones that
0: that have the the sharpest lines. They have the most interesting subtext to what they're saying. And all it was, I mean, Tyrion was just, please don't. No, I really don't think you should. Okay. okay, what what, what why? <laughs> and
1: like they're they're like you know they're trying their hardest with the lines but there's only so much they can do even as like as good as actors as they are. And it's not just like you know that like even with something like you know Jamie's character what are they doing with him? Like it's as if they don't know what to do with a lot of these characters and so they're kind of forcing them into certain situations or like just kind of brushing a lot of them aside. Uh, you know, all the goodbyes that we had to this, you know, in this just episode. rushed
0: wasn't it weird that the episode was actually long and it felt long, but at the same time, it felt rushed, like yeah. it it's wow, it's so unbalanced. It's like, how can it be that we're sitting there and it's like, wow, this is just a lot of nothing because they find so much time to do
1: things that you just don't like? They this they, they devoted a good 10 minutes maybe to Jamie and Brianne for what, like. Nobody asked for that relationship. I really didn't. No,
0: apparently, a lot of people did. Like, I wasn't one of them. But right. when you know, I was reading up on it, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, finally, uh, Jamie and uh, Brienne get together." They had we a meet. whole
1: thing about how like Brienne has a thing for Jamie, right? Well, they
0: won't. They. I wish they didn't. They-
1: <laughs> But they had a whole plot about how Brienne had a thing for Jamie. I right? don't
0: feel like there's any real chemistry but between. But
1: there them. is no chemistry, and it doesn't make sense for Jamie to be into Brienne. Like it's just kind of like it's forced. And then like why did he was he...
0: never into anyone besides Cersei. Ever? No, I'm... I've ne- never, never in eight seasons was he ever interested in anyone but Cersei.
1: And just even the idea of him now—he's like, okay, now I'm gonna go back. Like, why did he come to? You know, why did he come to Winterfell in the first place? Like, what did he do? Like, if he had come and played an important part during the war, I would be like, okay, he did something yeah. important. But he just came, and then he just left. He might as well have not... Like, if he wasn't in these few episodes, yeah. like, it would have made no difference to his arc or to the episodes. No, and there was
0: a lot of that, right? And there was a lot of them saying what they're going to do, but then doing nothing about it. Take this opportunity uh-huh. to really talk about you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't stand... You're on like I can't like anytime like he comes on screen I just like I cringe. I, I want to rage quit yeah. like I want to like because he's a terrible actor he's just so over the top he has like no nuance like who is this guy why is he our main he's our main antagonist he's killed the dragons he he's killed the dragons he destroyed their fleet like he he has kind of single handedly like killed everybody it's because
0: he, he got that grin he's got that uh, grin oh, oh,
1: I hate him like. <laughs> He looks like Matt Damon's aborted twin. Oh, God. Like, he, and I like Matt Damon, <laughs> so that's not that's not a, you know, no, no, but it's just kind of awful. And every line he says, like, I just want to, like, I just want him to have a shower. Like, every time <laughs> I see him, I'm just like, dude, just just go have a shower, like, shave, and just be a normal person for once. Like, I have no connection with this guy. I just kind of, like... You know, they're, they're Joffrey, I hated him, right? Yeah, but, but I, Joffrey
0: you hated him, but you loved that you yeah, hated him. You right. Hated I hated him with purpose.
1: Of like him, like his
0: kind of He had he had depth, man. Like Euron, the problem is he's one note. Yeah. He's just crazy. He's Look just, at me! You never know what I'm gonna do. Right? <laughs> he's, he's
1: like twisting his yeah. like he's a caricature. I, like I really feel like you know he will tie somebody to the train track, yeah. train tracks, and like wait for like he has like a monocle and a top hat, exactly. and he's just like, like <laughs> it's just so awful. Like I hate it. Like I want him to die. The like, people
0: who are doing the best at this point are the people who've said the least. So that's why Cersei right now she comes off for as me great. is fantastic. Like she's un unharmed at this point. So I hope she wins. Cause
1: she just gives that look that you know her it. her look and look, she has like two lines, says one
0: or two lines. Okay, she's still safe. Yeah, she's okay. <laughs> she hasn't been assaulted by the writers. Yeah, I mean, I'll t- John's still John. Uh, yeah, John's still John. He's right. he might have like he he's hasn't just, like gone completely left field. That's he's always true. been like a Braun, simpleton. Bron has Braun, been destroyed. They ruined Bron with that scene. I think the thing is Bron was still Jamie Bron in that. Kind no, man, dead, right of right. the thing about Braun is that I always, he was a mercenary, he did go to the highest bidder, but you could see that this was his shell, and he still had some, um, he, he, he had some rules, like, like, honor among thieves kind of thing.
1: I think what it is, is that a lot he of just these, walks in and, I feel like a lot of these people should have been killed or finished their art yeah, a, a long time ago. Time ago.
0: Sam, like, uh, kind of had this weird wrap right? up, uh, Rianne is completely weird now. Uh, Jamie, blah, Like they've really hurt him.
1: Like they didn't. They don't really have anything. Tyrion's to, been destroyed. They don't have anything to do. A lot of these characters, right? And so that's why they had to give them a rush. Kind of, they, they, it's kind of like, oh, we really like these actors. Let's keep them. And then they were like, okay, now that it's almost at the end, we gotta find something for them to do. So they're like, yeah, go to the north.
0: Yeah, <laughs> how are you gonna go there?
1: Right. <laughs> and so it's just kind of like, okay, this is kind of useless.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, look. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Um, and hopefully, next week's episode will uh, will be absolutely fantastic and uh really surprise us at this point.
1: Don't make me do another poem,
0: please. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I was very impressed by your sonnet. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a regular on the show, you're gonna have to do a sonnet.
1: I should write the next episode, of. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: it'll in- be in rhyme.
1: This, I, I. <laughs> Actually, I have a title for the song that I wrote. Yeah. What is it? A Song of Ice and
0: Fire. Wow. <laughs> that's great. Thank it you. sounds like a game of, th- of sorts. I'm not I a game of know. something. Couches. So that's <laughs> what I'm <laughs> sitting on.
1: But I think that's, that should definitely be what it should be called.
0: All right. So uh, thank you very much for listening and join us next week. Okay, I'm gonna say you're on. <laughs> <gonna> say <laughs> and you finish the sentence. Okay. You're on.
1: Meth, if you feel like he's a good actor. You already said that. Oh, another one. You're on. Zach Efron.
0: <laughs> oh, that right. You're on, on Zach Efron.
1: I, 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 that's also a poem.